It's them wise girls. It's the wise girls. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wise girls. Are the names uh-huh. Stay wise to the times is the game Relationships and money talk in the old way Oh, and if you didn't hear the name Just some wise girls Wise girls Hey, 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 y'all Welcome to episode 7 of Dim Wise, wise girls. girls Yes, and today is all about Getting your ass out there and vote Yes, it is I know, I know it's hard I know you want to be uninvolved. I know you want to be black people divorced from American politics. You know, black people divorces is when it's when you no longer live together, but you are still legally married. <laughs> you know, me and Johnny ain't lived together in six years, but somehow legally we still married. Yes. That is how I feel about American politics right now. So what are your feelings about politics right now, K-Ray? Right now, I'm exhausted, like literally exhausted. And I took a little hiatus this year. Like, I stopped from caring. watching the news. Like when stuff rolls through the Facebook feed, like everybody up in a roar. I would just whatever, past whatever it. it was. I was just like, I ain't got time for that energy. I got to keep, I got to keep it moving. I got to keep building life. It was really giving me anxiety. Like, I was I angry every day for, like, three, four months straight. Girl, if you hear somebody bring up something about politics, I'm sorry, y'all, but especially if they was Caucasian, Caucasian. you was like, I know what you getting, your blood pressure be rising, like, what you getting ready to say, because I'm a lose, woo! Yeah, so, um... <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, like, I think it's almost dangerous how your blood pressure probably get, like, that's that's serious, Girl, the y'all. Water it's serious. conversations at work be making you wonder if you need some money. Girl, like, should I, should I roll up on my job and lose <laughs> my job? Like, should I do that? Because they be saying stuff, girl, in the confines of their cubicles, and I be thinking, like, I can hear you. <laughs> what you want? Want to choke somebody up at work? Like for real, for real. What you're not gonna say in earshot of me mm-hmm. is all this white supremacy, girl. Girl, I be feeling like Buffy the Vampire Slay on the low at work. Like I will chop one of you heads yeah, off. Yeah, like you gotta carry around your uh wooden stake. Like, do I need to stab a motherfucker in here today? Ugh. Girl. So, yes, so <laughs> the beginning of the year, I kind of like, I got I to gotta shut down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not totally, like, shut off where it's like I don't care. Like, I'm not going to speak, you know, say something when something needed to be said. But, you know, I just had to, like, you know, comments. I know. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. And I finally started to, like, you know, pick back up some, you know, n- news headlines, trying to be aware of what's going on, especially since it's time to vote. I'm going to try to come back to my relationship with American politics in a healthy manner so that when we get back together, I don't come back with a break baby. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have a break baby while I'm out here in these streets. So I'm going to try to come back. 
you know, because I used to be very avid. You know, I was watching, I used to watch Bill, Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday. Mm-hmm. We watched Meet the Press every Sunday with our parents, like, like it's an episode of Family Matters. Yeah. Um, we were always talking politics at the table, and now it is like, I don't want to talk about it. I know. It. Dad comes home, he'd be like, what you think about what Trump did this? I'd be like, you know, I ain't even paying attention because I just can't, <laughs> I just can't handle it like emotionally and mentally. Girl, it's Bob Wise be on, he'd be like, you see what Trump did this week? And I'd be like, no, daddy, I didn't look. I can't, <laughs> actually, I can't watch. I can't listen. And it's just like, I can't, American politics is like that boyfriend who keep lying to you in your face and you just look at him like, I got all the screenshots right here. I got the screenshots. I got the text messages. I got the phone bill. I'm just waiting mm-hmm. to show you. Yes. Like, just the lies. The lie. You're like, you lying while you lying. <laughs> you lying. <laughs> you lying what you lying about. Like, ooh. Ooh. <sighs> Me but and American politics. Black people divorce. Girl, I know. But nevertheless... So we're getting back to voting because me voting is actually me not having a break, babe. Yes. That's me coming back to the middle ground of voting is not just about the president or even just about the governor. Voting happens on a very local level. So I want to make sure that my trash gets picked up on the same day every week. Don't change it. I want to make sure the school levies get approved. I want to make sure my recreation center stays nice. I want to make sure they fill in them damn potholes. Shout out to Woodline. Fix the potholes hey, on my street. And we'll we'll actually get into that <laughs> later because I'm gonna um this podcast is for everyone out there across the country. But I am gonna shout out some of the stuff that's going on here locally in the Cincinnati Tri-State area. So y'all can be abreast of the fact that you need to get your ass up tomorrow. If you haven't voted already, you need to get your ass up early before you go to work if that's what need be. Or you can go after work if you get off at five o'clock. If you get off then polls stay you, open till seven thirty. Yes, so but if you get or off seven, late. If you get off late, make the effort to get your ass up before you go to work. Go on your vote. lunch hour. Get your ass out there and vote. You know, I'm so done with American politics that I might start filling out that absentee ballot they sit in the house because I just feel like I don't even want to look at I don't even want to look at you, Jerome. You stupid. All right, so you know what it's about to be time for. What's the time for? Our movie quote. Movie quote. So we're about to take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back. We're going to have this movie quote and the movie quotes on K-Ray this week, so I can't wait to hear what she got for me. So we take this break, and we're going to catch y'all after the break. Hey, Laura, your Instagram feed looks awesome. Oh, thank you. I have been working with Purple Eye Potion. They have been capturing all of my professional headshots, all the work for my blog. You should really check them out. Really? I've been looking for a professional photographer to take some engagement photos. Well, you should definitely go to their website at purpleeyepotion.com. You will get $10 off of any $50 purchase or more. You can go to Purple Eye Potion at P-U-R-P-L-E-I-P-O-T-I-O-N.com. Purple Eye Potion, the potion to capture your life in motion. All right, we are Bizak, and we back with our movie quote. Movie quote? Okay, Ray, this week's movie quote is on you. Yes, so the movie quote this week is short and sweet. That is your specialty. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and although the movie is not related to uh, voting, it, it's related to awareness. It's a, related to awareness and recognizing that 
your perspective on something is not the only angle on an issue. And you have to really take the time to be aware of your surroundings and your mental state. So from the great, great, great Spike Lee, the movie School Days, Lawrence Fishburne, WAKE UP! That was strong. That was strong. I could tell it took all the air out of your lungs to do that. It did. It did. And I had to, I had to recall Lawrence Fishburne's name because I was like seeing his face. I was like, mm, yes, he was fine in that movie. What is his name? Girl, <laughs> and you know you know his name. I know. It's just one of those things where you can't recall Side note. Something. To, I mean, if we're going to talk about Lawrence Fishburne real quick. Mm. Why is he finding every inception of life? Like, he's on Blackish. He's the grandpa on Blackish. Oh, yeah, don't he Girl, still look good? He's coming out with his Stacey Adams on and then matching uh, <laughs> shirts and pants. And I'll be like, <sighs> Lawrence Fishburne can still get it even as the grandpa. Yes. Holla at a player. Holla at me. Holla, holla, holla. <laughs> I'll be looking at him like, you and Gina Torres broke up. I'm available. You're hilarious. Let's get back to voting. Yes. Back to voting. Because everyone should, if you are able. If you are legally able. If you are legally able, then you should be voting. Definitely. No matter what. No no matter what. Come hell or high water, you should be voting. I feel like there's a reason why they didn't want people to vote. There was a reason why only property-owning white men could vote and no one else could yes and i feel like you know our ancestors our elders i'm not even going to just say ancestors it's our elders like this is your grandpa yes <laughs> this is your grandma this is your great aunt these people fought for the right to be able to do this and i'm just not gonna sleep on it i think we grew up in a very voting aware house too like yeah we I did think i was growing i was like oh my god people don't vote why would you not vote we black they said we couldn't now we can why wouldn't you do it Girl, yes. <laughs> That's what I was like. Why? Well, you don't. Why not? If they told you you couldn't, you would want to, Girl, wouldn't you? I had decided it was like it was an election Tuesday, and I was talking to this guy at a bar, and he was like, "I didn't vote today," and I was like, "Well, I can never sleep with you." I didn't say it to his face, but <laughs> mentally, I thought, "I'm not giving this guy none. I can't sleep with people who don't vote." Yeah, <laughs> you're a mess. I can't be romantically involved with people who don't vote. Something about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, our next door neighbor, when we were little, Mr. Greer. Oh, yeah. He was highly involved with the local political election. Yes. He was always running for city council or village council. Uh, he was always aware of all the issues that were going to be on the ballot locally. Like, he had 50 limb signs in his yard <laughs> every October. Uh, yes. Every October. And I think, you know, voting isn't just... You know, it's not just something to sleep on. It's something to take seriously. I've been registered to vote since my senior year of high school. Yeah. So the thought of not voting doesn't even feel like an option. Yeah. 
Yes. I don't think it's an option. Even if you feel like you want to pull apart away from this whole system, from this whole government, from this whole America, I still think you should be voting. Yeah. I think you should be voting. It's yeah. a process. I mean, look, you should be voting. I really like. I really want to have like more profound insight on it. But it's like, if you're not going to vote, well, where are you going to go? Oof, girl. And you know what is eerily scary is that when I'm doing research either about an artist I like and I, then I start researching searching where they're from. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I'm thinking about Celia Cruz, I think about Cuba. If I think about um, the guy who played Alexander Petrovsky, I think about Russia. And I think about these governments that were overturned by people who did not like the government system, right? Mm-hmm. So, what they got in turn after they overthrew a system really wasn't much better. So the people who are always like, you can't be a part of the system, we need to overthrow it. I'd be like, but let me see your fun's perspectives <laughs> on what you got planned out because I don't want to live in Cuba and I definitely don't want to live in Russia. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they overthrew the government in Cuba and it's it's communist and I don't have a problem with communist. Well, I mean, uh uh, yeah, yeah, I know I what you know. mean. It's like it, I don't. But I don't, some of the aspects yeah. of communism sound like hmm, that's that sounds. I know. So like, if at first it's like at first it sounds okay, okay. but the way this plays out, mm, no, mm, no, 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 this I've never seen anybody execute this really well. Yes, this. You yeah. know what? Communism is like an outfit that looks cute when you saw it online, <laughs> and when you put it on. It's real ugly, but you know, but you was like, but do you see the picture? You see how I thought this could work? It's like a Monet. <laughs> it's a Monet. From far away, it's okay, but you get up close, it's a big it's old, old mess. mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Russia, they killed, oh my God, because I've been watching the Romanovs, but I already knew about the Romanovs from Anastasia, the Anna, cartoon. The cartoon. Okay, anyway, but they over they killed that monarchy, and then what did they get? They stand in line for Britain now. So, I mean, well, in the past they had. So, <laughs> it's just like, there's not, I've never seen a good overturn. A overthrow. You know what I mean? Of, like, yeah. an overthrow of the official government. I feel like it only worked out for the Britain's British leaving, um, fleeing from Britain back before America was... America. It worked at so the. It worked at the from them because they totally <laughs> took over a whole another <laughs> continent. It did not actually. It did not work out. The Native Americans had great lives. It didn't. Them. I didn't work out for them. I'm talking Native about Americans were living their best life. They ain't going. I'm talking about. But you colonizers. It felt like the colonizers. It worked out for them. But it did not work out for everyone else. No, I. I still don't feel like that's a system of working out. I feel like that's fuckery. Um, it is fuckery, but fuckery. I, in the minds of them colonizers. Oh, for colonizers, they think it worked out. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> don't get me angry. <laughs> you are getting angry. Oh, uh, yes. I don't feel like, no, that wasn't. that's not a good example, Carrie. I'm sorry. But you um, know what I mean. In their minds, it worked out. And we still trying to get them to show them, no, it ain't working out, motherfucker. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. And it's all because of slavery. Yes, we understand. So. Yes, yes, because it applies. <laughs> Goodness, gracious, girl. Goodness gracious. Well, you feel very fired up, and I feel like since your movie quote was so short, sweet, and to the point, you might as well go ahead and rant because rants on you this week. Rants, rants on, on me. You. Rants on me. Buy up the bar, girl. Rants on me. Because guess what? We ain't got no time for playing around and sitting on the sidelines. So, what's up, y'all? We need to wake up. Why are you not voting? 
Right now, I want you to think about all the reasons that you don't vote. Now I want you to put it up to, against all the reasons that you should be voting. And hopefully, watch all those reasons and excuses you have crumble down to the roots. Unless you are a disenfranchised felon, or not a legal citizen, or you're Amish, then you should be voting. And seriously, I don't want to hear nothing about how the system is fucked up, and no matter what, it's a vote between two evils. If we are voting for two evils, wouldn't you rather have a choice in the matter? The hell you know is better than the hell that you don't. Yes, the system ain't perfect, and yes, there are parts of the process, like the electoral college, that seem to weaken the power of the individual vote, but my good people, you can't expect to live within an ecosystem and not be affected by the environment. It's just not possible. Are you not voting in protest? Protesting our governmental system through not voting is mute. How can you sit back and expect things to be different if you don't voice your opinion and do it in numbers? Think about it. Even if you don't vote, you're participating, but in a way that's probably not in your favor. We are in the midterm elections. Midterm elections dictate congressional district lines. This means that congressional district boundaries will be re-outlined based on the number of voters and the congressional party that wins within a particular geographic area. As a result, you can have districts of people being represented by a party or a candidate that doesn't really represent the makeup of the people that actually live in that area. We can't say that voting doesn't matter. Obviously, it does. Because we wouldn't have all of these efforts to make voting harder for our citizens. It shouldn't be that hard. Yes, it should be secure, but we are citizens. It's our right to vote. Someone cares. The evil out, obviously, the evil out there obviously still cares. We have covert white nationalist alliances right now, as I speak, plotting, planning, and scheming to get white nationalists elected to offices all around the country. Do we really want to let ambivalence get in the way of taking action against the racism that is being endorsed by the current administration? And don't forget, it's really all about the local, local, local. This is what really affects your day-to-day -day life. Please don't for a minute think that you will be abreast of all the issues and bills that you could be voting on just by watching the news or seeing signs in your neighborhood. There have been a number of times when I didn't know about a local issue until I got to the voting booth. We all gotta do better. If you have children, nieces, nephews, and godchildren, you should be voting every chance you get because education issues and levies are always on the ballot. And do you really not want to vote a voice in your child's education? All my black brothers and sisters, really, even if you anti and want us all to disengage and make a pilgrimage back to the motherland, you still need to vote because there's blood on it, our blood on it. They try to keep the vote from us. They still try to keep the vote from us. What better way to make them mad than to vote always and consistently? Wow. Okay, right. Boom. Way to come back after almost saying that <laughs> Mayflower was a successful voyage. I just, that's not what I was trying to say, and you know it. 
I know, but I had to stop you before it sounded like that, girl. I had to keep our blackness in its fullness and full validity. Like, don't we were mess- talking about reinventing government. We're halfway through season one. Don't mess it up for us. Don't mess it up for us. I'd be like, bring that back. That's a mistake. Uh, no, that was an awesome rant. It was so well, well said. Well said. I totally agree with you. Like, look, if if we're going to make, for real, for my friends who don't vote or for people who don't vote because they feel like they don't want to be a part of the process because they don't want to involve themselves in the system because if a system was built against you, becoming a part of it is only, you know, yeah. working against yourself, which I totally, look, I totally get it. Yes. I totally get it. I just watched a news report that said 90% of Native Americans don't vote not 90%, 34% of them are only registered to vote. Mm-hmm. But 90% of them say they don't trust the American government. I was like, that was the dumbest question you've ever asked a Native American. Right? That's like... Robbing, I don't trust that's them. That's like robbing somebody and then sending them a customer service survey <laughs> right? on, on their experience. Well, how was your experience? Well, motherfucker, I got robbed. I got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just dumb for even asking. You stole my <laughs> stuff, and now you're going to ask me, so how was your experience with us? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but even the ones who can vote are still being disenfranchised. There's a town in North Dakota that had a community that was largely Native American that had 2,200 people in it. They were campaigning to get a voting, uh, a polling station where they could go vote. Because mm-hmm. most of them don't vote because, you know, it's 250 miles to the nearest polling place. Yeah. So they actually ended up giving, they ended up redistricting everything and changing polling places. Do you know what they did? They gave a polling station to a town of 200 people instead of this town of 2,200 people who were majority Native American. Mm -hmm. Because the small margins that they do vote in turn elections the other way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is not me making this up. I just watched this on Solo Dead O'Brien's show last Sunday matter of fact Mm -hmm. so come on like there's a reason they don't want us in there voting obviously clearly there's a reason there's a reason in the season for everything and the season now is so they can get they're trying to take back everything they think obama stole (laughs) 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 it'd be like y'all really thought y'all was getting something removed he really actually helped white people more than he helped people i mean like he he did daca Mm. um don't get me wrong. He was trying to help everybody. He was trying to be as diplomatic as possible. He was trying to make yes. sure he did not look like fried chicken, watermelon president. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, even though I would have appreciated that. I wish I wish he was like a <laughs> uh, chicken in every pot and a Cadillac in every garage. Like, I wish that's what he did do. Yes. But that's not what happened. Even though I think he had an excellent presidency, that's not what he did. And honestly, the, those things like Obamacare and making sure that people had coverage, making sure that there were no... Um, what's it called? Pre-existing conditions yeah. for insurance companies. Those things helped more white people. Cause I don't care. Black people got insurance and still don't go to the doctor. They just having it because it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. Legal ramifications for not having insurance. But yeah, like what? What? That's what I really need answered from this podcast. If you're one of my white allies, one of my white sisters who still like listening to the podcast because you come for, you know, for this black girl magic. <laughs> at your girl and tell me what do your uncles and grandmas think of Barack Obama stole from white people yes please hit us up privilege y'all always have (laughs) and just a quick plug please hit us up on Facebook hit us up on social media tell us what y'all think about the podcast ask us some questions 
Let us know. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Dem Wise Girls. You can find us on Facebook at Dem Wise Girls. If you want to email us and send us, you know, your strawberry love letter, <laughs> we'll have an episode about it. Yo, you can hit us at demwisegirls at gmail.com. And ooh, small plug. If you want to, hey girl, hey girl, hey. If you have a product that you're selling or if you have a business that you are running, you know you can run ads on Dim Wise Girls. Yes, you can. Oh, now back to our regularly scheduled programming of talking about voting. So, yeah, I want to know what white people think Barack Obama stole from them, other than the ego boost that having a white president gives them. <laughs> like, other than that, you straight. You good. You all the way good. You all the way good. I don't know. They feel like somebody something stole them good. That's why they voted for Trump. They feel like, I wanted something different. I want America back. Make it great. Make it great again. Girl. Girl. I don't know. Like, when was it not great for the white people? I just said the Mayflower was the most successful, unsuccessful mission in life. <laughs> Girl. They've been Columbus in existences since, I don't know, since. Since we decided to walk south and they stayed in the cave that was in England? I don't know. But y'all, be, you're winning. You're winning. And that's not, even all white people ain't winning. Because the white people who aren't winning, who see the rich white people who are winning, be like, what's up with the white people, y'all? And I be like, yo, you, why you tell me? They be like, yo, they ain't selling us the secret. So it's, it's disenfranchised white people. It's disenfranchised disenfranchised natives of america because poor because the poor are disenfranchised i feel like with the widening of the gap and uh the middle being becoming more lower there's nothing really in the middle anymore the middle is becoming disenfranchised there are two types of people in this country there are poor people and there are people pretending like they ain't poor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that does, that's it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and then there are very very rich people who got that like inside man money <laughs> remember remember inside man yes. at the end where you feel where you realize the dude who was running a bank was like a Nazi yeah he stole this money from these Jewish people like that's what I feel like all rich people are like you got some you've got some story from something that you stole from somebody else. it's just I don't think there's an honest dollar in America girl ooh that's a that's mm. a, mm. Let's that's not a even home. Let's not even go there. Get your ass out and vote. Get uh, your ass to the polls, cause they don't want you to be there. How about that? And look, if you got look, if you if if being political is your ministry and you're honest and you're good and you have good intentions for the community, run. Get out there, and run and represent the community. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel like you're gonna be fighting a losing battle. Still be the voice. Be the person. Be a Maxine Waters telling them to shoot straight. Still be a voice. Still put an imprint on history. Let the record be. No, let it show. Let the record show that you showed up. You showed out. You let your voice be heard. Uh, so it his. So we don't look back on history and thought, well, nobody really cared about this because nobody spoke up about it. Obviously, it didn't mean anything. No, there are clear, clear problems, and I don't always get really passionate about the local things especially living in a predominantly black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm very concerned about what goes on locally. Like, I'm concerned if you will ever fill the potholes on my street. I'm very concerned if you're going to, you know, take good care of our recreation center. And I think that's just from being raised in a predominantly black neighborhood. It's always such a beautiful thing when we go vote. <laughs> it's always a beautiful thing when we go vote. We're like, hey, 
hey. It'd be like, all these black people, hello. Hey, how you doing? Be, you don't even mind seeing the people you went to high school that day. It'd be like, on vote day, it'd be like, hey. <laughs> hey, girl, I ain't seen you, fam. We got to get together. No, we don't. But, you know, thank you for voting. <laughs> <laughs> but I know everybody doesn't have that shared experience yes. of what it's like to go vote in your neighborhood. But... I think it's definitely something like you're going to care when they pick up your sanitation. You're going to care if they're going to, you know, reduce sentencing for people uh, for nonviolent crimes. Yes. These are the things directly affecting the people that you live with in your family. Yes. That you interact with. Yes. So, Karen, I heard you have some issues. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about those those type of things. Because like I said in my rant, sometimes I've, you know, sometimes I'm not on my ball. I do go and vote every time. But sometimes I'm not on the ball and I get to the polling place and I'm thinking like, I haven't even heard this issue. Girl, it'd be like and then the you be in, and then you be reading and then you be like, Man, what do I do? And then we get home <laughs> we get home and we talk to each other like, Did you see that issue on the ballot? Did, did you did you vote? Yes or did you vote? Girl, no, girl, because I got come- <laughs> one year there were two people running for something. I don't remember what it was, but one dude had a like really ethnic sounding name. <laughs> and I was like, I just voted for him because he sounded like he was not white. <laughs> That's horrible. That is horrible. Yeah. Now I just take my phone into the the polling station with me and just kind of like try to Google something and then try to pull up their website, try to read their stance on issues real quick before I fill in my extra, extra large scantron. Yes, because the wording on the issue sometimes be confusing. So confusing. You feel like I don't even know which way I am voting. But the messed up part is the person who put it on the ballot knows. They know that you're going to get confused about what you are voting yes or what are you voting no for. So everybody out there in Ohio, you know... Even this, though Dim Wise Girls is worldwide, we're going to bring up some stuff that's going on locally for us. We shouting out just because if y'all hearing this, you live in Ohio, I want you to know because like issue one here in Ohio, like I didn't even really see no signs about issue one. Well, tell me about I, it. Okay, issue one. Here we go. Now I got, I'm getting all my information from the League of Women Voters. Go to the website. They got the whole guide. They tell you about everybody who running. They tell you about the issues. They tell you about the arguments. So go, go right now. Do you need to see their voting record too? The voting record of uh, the, the, politi- in, the politicians? The individual? No, you don't get to see the voting record. They just answer a couple of questions. They tell you about their background, their affiliations, which party. They tell you their salary and okay. their re- and their responsibilities of what, what uh, the of uh, what the position is. Okay. So issue one for everybody out there who cares about people with drug crimes being sentenced, you know, unfairly. I know there's a lot of people out there. You, so issue one here in Ohio is about reducing penalties for crimes of obtaining, possessing, and using illegal drugs. So you need to get out there to the polls. Is that something you care about? You need to be out there voting yes or voting no on this issue. This issue would require sentence reductions for incarcerated individuals except individuals incarcerated for murder, rape, or child molestation by up to 25% if the individual participates in rehabilitative re, oh, excuse me y'all. Rehabilitative work or educational programming. So, if that's something you care about, I think you got to get out there and vote. Get your ass out there and vote. I'm going to be Jennifer Lewis while you're reading all these issues. <laughs> you're cracking me up. 
And it would, this issue would also prohibit jail time as a sentence for obtaining, possessing, or using such drugs until an individual's third offense within 24 months. So, I'm going to talk about a couple of the arguments just because I think they're really important. Really important. And this sounds like an issue you really need to be getting out there and voting for to make sure Raheem can come home. Okay, <laughs> can we crack up? I'm just saying, if you want them to free man, man, this sounds like something you need to be voting on. So what this amendment to the Ohio State Constitution would do is it would reclassify drug offenses from felony to misdemeanor for both accused and convicted drug users. It would also require the state to spend savings due to a reduction of the number of prison inmates on drug treatment and rehabilitation programs. So, you have a voice. I suggest you get to the ballots and you vote on that because I know y'all care because we hear you talk about it all the time, especially on black radio. It's always being talked about. I know you care. So, also going on in Ohio, what do we got here? Get your ass out there and vote. Get your ass out there and vote. Hamilton County, if you live in Hamilton County, which I know most a lot of y'all do. A lot of our listeners list, um, live in Hamilton County. So, issue nine is for the tax levy for children's services. Yes. Funding for all those kiddos out there who are uh, in foster care. Who are deeply in need. Deeply in need. Um, if you've had dealings with JFS and they're getting on your nerves... They still need money to do what they do. So if you need your check, if you need your food stamps, let's not, let's not, you know, no judgment here. I'm just saying if you want them to be funded continually, I suggest you go out there and vote on issue nine. Yes. So what's issue nine about, though? Issue nine is, is a tax levy for tax levy children's for. services, which includes JFS because that's the primary um what do you call it? That's the, per, the, per, the, the organization that takes care of children's services here in Hamilton County. So it would be a tax levy. And What's JFS stand for? I'm just trying to ask questions that somebody want to know the answers for. <laughs> Job and Family Services. There we go. Yes. So this is something for people who, you know, who are property owners because obviously it's going to be a property tax. If you like, yo, I don't, I don't want to pay no more money. I don't care if it's 64 cents at the end of the year, $64. <laughs> uh, but specifically, let me see here. Let's see. It would be a three-year tax levy. And it says here how much that's going to cost people. If y'all just give me two Two seconds. Give our agent eyes some. Give us, give us, <laughs> yes, because give us the print is small, <laughs> and I'm getting older. Give, give us grace <laughs> for our aging eyes. Uh, I know I read it here Let's channel Jennifer Lewis real quick. Get your ass up there and vote. <laughs> okay, so I can't find that right now, but okay, I, I will tell you, I will tell you um, the arguments for the levy and the arguments for the levy is that the levy will provide needed funding to investigate child abuse and support contracting services and programs for families and children 
These services have been significantly reduced because there has been no increase since 1996 and increased workloads that threaten the quality of service. Without new funding, JFS will face a severe budget crisis by 2020. The county is legally mandated to provide funding for services for child abuse, neglect, and dependent children. So that's serious. That sounds like something worth paying a little bit more property taxes for because, you know, you don't want to be on the news seeing that somebody else left their child in the closet. You want to be able to have that funding because funding is basically going to turn into jobs. If Job and Family Services gets funding, then they can afford to have more employees to investigate more cases. So y'all definitely want to get that out there and vote on that levy. Get your ass out there and vote. (laughs) <laughs> You're hilarious. So if you live on live in the city of Cincinnati, issue 10, um, this is something that was on the ballot uh, a couple of years ago. They want to re-change the term limits for the people on city council back down to two years. So if you feel like the four years has been working for the people on city council, um, I'd get out there. And if you don't, either if you do or you don't, get Whatever out there get on out there issue 10 because... They want to change the term limits again. And the last time this was on the ballot was in 2012. So um, not that long ago. Not that long ago. So whatever you think about that, you should be getting out to the polls. There are pros and cons to that. If somebody bad gets voted into the office, you can quickly eradicate them if they only have two years. Mm -hmm. Uh, If somebody good, though, is on there, it's going to, you know, you're going to have to make sure that you keep the awareness up and keep re-voting them into, re-electing them into office. So that's definitely something that you're going to have to take some time to think about. It is. And they the word I think they were worried about the two-year terms because of campaign funding. People had to spend so much money on campaigning every two years. But, hey, we the people, we like, I don't care how much money you got to spend every two years. I don't want you on there for four years. Mm-hmm. See, this still sounds like relationship stuff. Relationships. Look, look Derek. You knew how much it was going to cost you to be a politician when we first got together. Mm -hmm. Mm, I don't want to hear nothing about these bills. I don't want to hear nothing about the American Express bill. Derek, you knew what you was getting yourself into when you got here. You knew I had expenses. Oh, I cannot. You're hilarious. But, yeah, lots of people have um, education issues on here. I mean, I'm just going to shout out a couple of areas in the Cincinnati area. I'm a deer, North College here, Norwood, Glendale, Golf Manor. You've got stuff on your ballot that you need to be voting for that has nothing to do with the actual candidates who are going to get into office. But that will affect your everyday life. Your everyday life. And like you were talking about the potholes in our neighborhood of Woodlawn. Ooh, we got some on the ballot? Yes, we do, girl. Look at God. Look at God. So... Issue 30, a proposed municipal income tax increase uh, by 0.3%. Yes, girl, I know. But this levy will be to be used solely for construction, repair, improvement, and maintenance of streets and roads. I guess I got to give them money. And you got to think, when they do increase income taxes, that also increases income tax on businesses in your neighborhood. So if you got a Panera in your neighborhood, a McDonald's in your neighborhood, they're going to pay more income taxes because they exist within the districts and the confines of your neighborhood. So if you got a Walmart in your neighborhood, look, Walmart got enough money. Go ahead and kick some more money into my neighborhood so you can fix these potholes. And that sounds like a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus moment, in my (laughs) opinion. 
So if they want 0.1% more from me, I ain't got it, but I'm going to find it. Because y'all tearing my car up. Oh, I, girl, I know. Potholes, crazy. I'm going to shout out one more area of um, the area of Cincinnati because it's our sister neighborhood of Lincoln Heights. I just saw it. I just saw it, y'all. Forgive me. Let's see. Get your ass Oh, this is very this is very important. So if you you know, zone fifteen, Lincoln Heights. Um this this issue, issue twenty six, proposes that um the requiring of candidates of the office of council member, that means your council of of Lincoln Heights, are w- this would be require them to be current on their tax filings with the village. That means they got to pay their taxes to the before village they can be, before they can uh, be on council, which sounds like a good idea. It could be good or it could be bad. It depends. You mean you think somebody should be on council who's behind on their taxes to the village uh, to support th- the village? I think. Here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. I think that a disenfranchised or a poor neighborhood like Lincoln Heights, there could be somebody who would be good at being a politician or have honest intentions, but they just haven't had the financial capability to pay the taxes, especially since these small village taxes don't automatically come out of your payroll. This is true. So, yes. See, this is why you got to talk about this stuff, because sometimes you think of something real quick. You think, oh, that sounds good. And then somebody brings up something else and you're like, you know what? You're right. So if they haven't paid them, they at least need to be on a payment plan to pay the taxes while they are on the council. So that's definitely something because, you know, it's it's just it's it's such a. And it's a, and and that thought brings me to the fact that you need to look at this stuff ahead of time because then you have time to think about it. Yes, because people are going to be, girl, you are going to, on your way into the polls, it feels like you are walking through Macy's in the perfume section. It is just like. Oh, yeah, it is like, here, 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 take, take vote for, vote for Kim. Vote for me. Vote for Bill. Vote, like, who the hell vote Democrat. Do you want the Democrat ticket? It's like you come out there with mad flyers. Look, and you don't have to be a Democrat. You don't have to be Republican. You can be independent. There are, there are still people who run independently. There are people who are write-ins. Look, you can still curve the vote in a different direction if you don't pick one of the lesser evils that, that, is that true. are available this to you. Those are just the people who have the most campaign money who can buy ad space on television they can afford the radio ads they can afford television ads but you're actually going to find out about more people when you get to the polls if you don't do your research you're gonna be like well who are these other three people on the ballot that Mm -hmm. i don't know about those are the people who couldn't afford radio airtime which is very expensive television airtime which is very 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 expensive maybe they probably bought ads in places that were affordable that you don't do like you don't read the newspaper mm-hmm. you don't you know what i mean and, and more archaic forms of marketing yourself yes um and then it's probably they put more restrictions on buying political ads on facebook um which probably just means they made them more expensive <laughs> i don't know i don't know what facebook did i i did watch uh mark zuckerberg be addressed by congress which was very funny to watch 80 year old people ask somebody who was very literate on technology all these technology illiterate people asking yeah. questions it was like bruh yeah. bruh 
You probably still use Netscape Navigator. I can't. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. But like I said, I got all this information from the League of Women Voters. It's a whole guide. You got everybody in here who's running. Even those people who would be a write-in are in here. Boom. And so you got so much information that you could be abreast of. And we're not telling you who to vote for. No, I'm not telling you who to vote for. We're saying increase the awareness on what you are voting for when you vote. Yes. If you're going to vote. Yes. And, yo, if you're putting together a Travelocity package on how to get back to Africa, send me a pamphlet. (laughs) Every time I see Donald Trump. I'd be like, you know, I really think about moving to Canada. I'm really thinking. You really think How bad moving. is the cartel in Mexico? <laughs> I mean, as they coming across the border, I want to be like, yo, is it that bad? Because, you know, this guy's scary. So definitely, definitely get out there and vote and vote with, vote with intention. Vote with intention. I think that might be our wise principle. I think so, too. Vote with intention. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're not going to vote, not vote with intention. What else you got for me? Please, if you are one of those people, please hit us up on social media because I'd like to know what that is. Like, what you got? What that look like. What that do? It Don't bring me no Monet now. Yeah. Don't bring me no Monet. Something that sound like when I get up close, it's going to be a big old mess. But yo, you got something good? Come on. We all trying to put in on some property for a commune. You better have a 20-year funds prospectus that I can take a look at. Because, uh, you know, because a bitch like accommodations. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was so wrong and so right at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Yes, but this episode was just, you know, it was on the fly, actually. It we was. decided, like, we're going to do a voting. We realized we'd come out every Monday, and we were like, oh, my God, the Tuesday after this next Monday, this next episode, is going to be the midterm election. So we want to make sure that we got out there and we gave you our best Michelle Obama, who in my book is still Flotus. Michelle. You know, so. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for Barack. Do it for Michelle. Don't do it for me. Do it for the kids. Do it for the kids. Don't do it for the kids. Do it for me. No, do it. Do it for the greater embodiment of the people. You know, especially because a lot of times if black people are within a certain income range, we stay in our own neighborhoods. So realize that the things that you're voting on in your neighborhood affect the people that you live next door to, affect the children who are growing up in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you're affecting the process in the best ways you can. And it's not just about the money-hungry, greedy, top dog politicians that really turn you off from voting in the first place. Mm -hmm. So... Get your ass out there and vote. I have had so much fun saying that this whole episode. You're hilarious. So, we're going to keep this episode short and sweet. We'll, yeah. We want to get off our soapbox. We do. Um, because we are not, we're not politicians. We're not politicians. We're not We're activists. not even politics We're not activists per se, so, um. Activist. I think I think there's activist is like minister. A lot comes with that. A lot hey, it a, does. A lot comes with that title. And it's not that I don't want to assume the responsibility, but I want to make sure that, you know, the people who are called should come. And baby, I ain't been called. Amen. So 
I, I have care and concern for my community, but I've not been called to be an activist. But I do want to make sure that I bring awareness to the people. And black women be out here getting on these votes. Okay? We the most votinous. Yeah, we is. Most votinous, most ballinous players. So, yes. Shout out to the black women who are still yeah. trying to take care of their neighborhood. What? Yeah. Because we care. We do. We care about all y'all. We would care. It, you know, we got too much care sometimes. Because sometimes we even save some of these stingy ass racists. Yeah. I mean to save you. But you was in the way. Mm. Well, let's let's wrap this episode. Let's up. wrap it up. I'm just <laughs> I just wanted to hopefully maybe even if I didn't change your mind, I hope you just at least reassessed and rethought about it and was open to rethinking it again. And you know, even if your reasons are enough for you still don't want to vote, I'm just glad you thought about it again. So I'm glad you listened to the episode. Yeah. So we can wrap it up. Episode 7 of Them Wise Girls. Yes. So that's a wrap for us. We, You know we run a 10. If she says that I have to say it, it's like automatic. Hey, yo, Ren, what up, 10? <laughs> you pushing up on one of my hoes. <laughs> yo, Yolanda, that hoe is a hoe. <laughs> I know she's a hoe, but she's my hoe. The vote is mine. Oh, 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 mm, oh, mm, oh. I'm first in line. Oh, oh. You got to oh. get... You got to get that community. <laughs> <laughs> that, that did not work. Did so not so work. we really we really got to get we out. really have to wrap it up. <laughs> we going to catch y'all on the flip side. We out. I don't care who you are or where you work. Get your ass out and vote. <laughs> this ain't the election to sit home and lurk. Get your ass out and vote. Get your ass Might want to vote, Jerry, mm-hmm. in these streets.